listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Make me a grave wherever you will. In a lonely plain or a lofty hill, make it among earth's humblest graves, but not in a land where men are slaves. I cannot rest if around my grave I heard the steps of a trembling slave. His shadow above my silent tomb would make it a place of fearful gloom. I cannot rest if I heard the tread of a coffle gang to the shambles led and the mother's shriek of wild despair rise like a curse in the trembling air. I cannot sleep if I saw the lash drinking her blood at each fearful gash and I saw her babes torn from her breast like trembling doves from their parent nest. I'd shudder and start if I heard the bay of bloodhounds seizing their human prey and I heard the captive plead in vain as they bound afresh his galling chain. If I saw young girls from their mother's arms bartered and sold for their youthful charms, my eye would flash with a mournful flame, my death pale cheek grow red with shame. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday. Yep, yep. Y'all know how it is. Um and uh gotta do our thing. Uh of course, uh also today, uh at three PM I will be doing this too much with uh my girl bossy uh we'll be wrapping up uh last week's this is us um so hopefully we get that uh squared away for you guys for those who've been asking me all week when we're going to do that show well now you know uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and this show is brought to you by our audio play albums on spotify title uh where you get your music on apple where you get your music on uh amazon just go search the best of rod and karen or uh you can just search uh sunspot and other ratchetness those are the titles of the albums check out our audio play albums we do some pretty silly stuff we get funny we get to play some characters and we hope you guys enjoy it uh and uh you know if you check it out on itunes and and uh amazon or whatnot leave us five star reviews let uh, let people know what you think um we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that all right let's just get right into it okay guys a lot of things going on uh karen did you have any random thoughts before i start because i know you like to just throw them in there without telling me i just want to make sure i'm good <laughs> throw them in there unannounced mm-hmm. oh the biggest thing is for those of you who hadn't seen me yet i'm blind karen did dye her hair and eyebrows blonde the whole kit and caboodle yeah your mama did uh i did notice the vagina hair not blonde though so, no uh, we we not touching you guys that didn't go out of way with the, it the, so. the, the technology ain't got that advanced mm-hmm. cues is just just gonna lead them out of the equation they gonna be the regular same ass color all right then you gonna have to deal with some mismatch carpet and drapes brother I, I guess so i just had to check right for science <laughs> for science mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it because i'm really really laid back uh, Roger's mom has been doing my hair for years, so I'm really, really laid back uh, when it comes to hair. Hair just grows on top of my head. Um, I'm very lazy when it comes to hair. I'm one of those people. Um, and I know, shout out to the other people out there like me, because I know I'm not the only one to feel this way, but everybody make you act like something wrong with you because you don't give a fuck about the hair growing upside your head and you lazy about it and you don't feel like doing it all the time and and you know because in my mind the extra 15 minutes i got my ass up to to to, to pop a curl i could be sleeping but that's just how i function i know everybody don't function like that and if it's your thing i'm not knocking it's your thing but i know me i'm really really lazy when it comes to hair so 
Uh, that's why the big chop didn't bother me and things like that because I don't have that attachment to hair. Uh, because uh, as Roger, you know, honey, my hair has been all over the place, honey. Roger has been with me through bobs and weaves and Tony Braxton is in salt and pepper's haircut, honey. My I have been through it all when it comes to to hair. It's it's like how it's how I feel, you know. I just go with the wind, and, um, and I know it's a lot of women out there like me. I hadn't gotten to somebody said wig. I hadn't gotten to the wig game yet, you know. But wigs have come a long way, and I heard that they're a lot better, and they got a lot of protection to protect your hair and stuff like that. So I don't know. I might get into the um, get into the the wig game now. I get into the wig game, y'all ain't gonna be able to know what to do with me. I'd be long one day, short the next day, uh, uh flipping the next day. I don't know now. <laughs> you know that my I might be hurting them if I, you know, if I get into the wig game. My mom and them been doing uh wigs for years and i used to look at them like why you do wigs but the older i get i understand shit a bit sometimes you get up in the morning you be like fuck this hair um but when i went to uh get my hair done your mama had that she had already texted me she's like you want to get your uh color i said yes she say uh she didn't ask me what i wanted because i don't care and so she was like, we're going to do blonde. I was like, go for it. And then she did the eyebrows too. I was like, yes, bitch. Yes. Let's go ahead and do it all. My niece is hilarious though. My niece, she said, she looked at my eyebrows. She said, but, but, but your eyebrows, they, they match your skin. I was like, that, that's okay. Honey, she, I, I think the eyebrows confused my niece, but honey, I like it. I love it. Uh, it's spring. So spring has sprung in my head and in my eyebrows that's right uh like a super saiyan now <laughs> yes goku gohan vegeta <laughs> uh all right uh let's get into the news guys um first of all i i found the coolest thing on twitter um i have to show you guys this video um because it has become my life in the last few uh in the last couple of days since i've seen it and we haven't had a show since i saw it um but uh is the greatest among the greatest things that has ever existed um there was this uh you know those judge shows that they where you come on and it's always like you know this motherfucker <laughs> needs to uh you know took my dog and mm-hmm. we broke up and he yep. think he deserved half a dog started and, with the people's court and then they just danced out from there yeah now it's like divorce court and all this shit mm-hmm. well this gay couple went on there um and it was it was the funniest shit i've ever seen um, this is true equality yeah uh not funny because they're gay duh, no 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 obviously no. but uh it was just funny because of uh how much of a character this one dude was being let me see if i can play it, I'm like here a minute for it. is it showing in chat yet yes it is okay all right uh this is phenomenal and i feel like Sway the remix guy gonna end up well your honor um to me he tries to control the way i dress for one he says that he wants me to quote unquote match his fly. So, um. <laughs> is he failing in, in the fly department? Your Honor, this is the thing with Cedric. Going back to me being a public figure, I'm a brand. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, like, I have to move and do and say and speak in a certain type of way. Like, because people are legitimately watching me for certain things. Mm-hmm. Design. and my visual image is one of those things i'm not saying that cedric can't dress 
but I popped flavor and I dripped sauce. Mm-hmm. Come on! You know what I'm saying? Like, anytime I step out, I'm popping flavor, I'm dripping sauce. They already know I'm coming through, shutting it down. I just want my man to be a reflection of that. Like, I, when they see him, I, can he be the, the Kanye to my Kim? Mm-hmm. Like, can, can I get that? Like, I don't feel like that's controlling. I don't feel like that's asking for. You know, and I feel, you know, every time I get a new T-shirt, this is exactly how I feel. When I come out the house of Karen, I mean, I need you to match my fly. Okay. When I'm popping flavor and dripping sauce all over everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my just, new phrase. Popping flavor, dripping sauce. What kind of sauce are you dripping, honey? Honey, mustard, sweet and sour. Let's get details, baby. And when Karen just comes out in a regular shirt and I'm, I'm popping flavor and dripping sauce with my new t-shirts, I always just feel like, you know, she need to, she not matching my fly. So, I mean, can you be the Kanye to my Kim, Karen? And start stepping it up. I like your hair. You try to do better, but I need you to to match my fly over here, okay? I need to know what kind of sauce we dripping. Is it ranch? Where's we vinaigrette? Where's we going with this sauce, dog? Mm-hmm. I just need. I you. got to know what kind of flavor you tasting like today. I just need you to be the Kanye to my Kim, okay? Well, I'm tired of wearing all these dope shirts, and everybody's like, "Oh, where you get your shirt from? Oh, that's a nice shirt." And then Karen just got on a regular shirt, and they don't say nothing. They. <laughs> Cause she not, she not matching my fly. I sure ain't. Mm-hmm. I just need you. Can just can you be the kind well, of my camp? We did match uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday you did. You did good. You had your. Uh, That's because you got the shirt. Because <laughs> I got the shirt. That's right. I bought her a shirt of Sherry and uh, the Princess from the Princess and the Frog. I love that shirt. Taking a selfie together um because you know they both Disney princesses officially. Mm, right. Uh, oh, it's not official. Well, we counting it okay <laughs> People, i said i said sure is officially a disney princess on twitter somebody's like well technically they have to be animated and i was like yeah well it counts i don't know what to tell you what the fuck who said it gotta be animated who made that fucking rule i don't give a fuck can who you made the, the kanye to my kim right i don't care yes! i don't care who made the rule the new rule is um it count because we counting it black signed all black people fuck out of here nah it don't count because you technically got <sighs> all right let's see what else we got going on oh so uh a wrinkle in time came out yes and it is slated it looks like to come in at around 44 45 million this weekend mm-hmm. which will make it the first movie to beat black panther in a weekend black panther slated to come in at i think 41 million okay now a lot of articles have been framing this as like will black will wrinkle in time come in second to black panther will it be the latest film to fall to black panther or black panther versus wrinkle time now i would say my headline would be for the first time in the history of cinema the number one and number two film in america are by black directors a black woman and a black man have the fucking number one and number two films right now and, you know and is it me or is this the first time that he has had a uh, number one and number two uh i wonder i don't know i mean because both yeah. of them you know they're, they're disney is uh, affiliated so you know i wonder if it's the first time they've held i mean you can kind of tell white publications are writing these because it's very yes. much like a like this movie let everyone down and whatnot um so yeah that was saturday that it was tracking that way i had i had to get an update because i don't know what the you know what the official what the numbers, official numbers right, are it was, they was kind of going back and forth to kind of which one was going to be number one right and then now the hollywood reporter just put out a tweet 
saying um saying that uh hold on now they're saying it's significantly lower than the 44 million so hold on at any rate though uh yeah okay so now they're saying it's 33 million and black panther got 41 so all right still number one number two film in 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 all of america i know it gotta be the first time like you said a a black man and a black woman has directed films and they number one and number two across across america this got the history right um they talking about every fucking thing else it's also really weird because um there's a lot of willfulness for a wrinkle in time to kind of fail right um like when uh you read reviews about it i because i didn't read the book so you guys i'm sure the people who read the book can tell more than me but the feeling i'm getting for as someone who didn't read the book is that a lot of people feel that there was some ownership to the whiteness or perceived whiteness of these characters yeah and all the reviews are like you know hailing the diversity of it like oh what an ode to diversity wow this so diverse but also shading it like and that's why the film ain't good because they care more about diversity than the actual book and uh if you read any of the comment sections i mean don't just don't even bother like it's angry ass white people like i can't believe why you gotta have a little asian boy here what's up with this so she was black because i don't remember her being black in the book oh this is just about interracial romance and all this shit so the film has uh some uphill battles in a way that i think uh obviously black panther doesn't you know not no offense to black panther right. a great movie but uh you know there's like a different level of uh entitlement people seem to have to this fucking uh book and uh it's just it's everywhere all the reviews like it's mm-hmm. it's wild so um yeah it's just, it's just kind of interesting to see how people have framed it to be like versus black panther um because the directors even, don't even have comp- excuse me, competition like that they pushing and supporting each other what the fuck and, are right about? And even last week when it was beating all the movies like annihilation and like a couple of new movies came out last week that thought they were gonna have good box office the titles of the other of the um weekend box office wasn't like weekend box office black panther annihilates annihilation you know what i mean like it That's wasn't normally have it right. how their little puns go right like it wasn't it wasn't like that it was just like black panther wins again it feels like they kind of waited specifically to be like i can't wait to pit these two against each other um i will for my experience online i can't speak to other people's experience online but for my experience online i am very thankful that i have not seen a lot of people taking the bait of trying to make this about um the the black panther versus wrinkle in time black men versus black women Mm -hmm, because most people are going to support both movies you're going to have some that uh, truth be told n- not really gonna care about wrinkling mm-hmm. time i'm just keeping it real you got they go i watch black panther this is my one to, to two to three movies i watch a year you know i catch wrinkling time on dvd and video it don't mean that they're anti-wrinkling time and i think sometimes people misunderstand that yeah it's just it's interesting because uh, this is obviously the uh, another big milestone i mean this is the first 100 million dollar budget for a black woman director ever come on um and ryan coogler of course had like i think almost 200 million dollar budget or something like that so like 
um this is huge obviously you know i'm not trying to knock that but it's just kind of interesting to see um the way it's being kind of spun into like um this movie must it's it, it it got its ass kicked by this other movie as opposed to like um you know what a what a monumentous moment that um we actually have two different um you know we actually have two different black movies that are at the top but also a lot of people writing that are white people right it's a part of diversity and also is like you say you got white people writing it and white people get into that there can only be one mentality niggas don't feel like that but white right. people always feel like it, it oh lord have mercy don't let it be more than one no we can't we our attention span can only deal with one nigga at the top at the time you like well bitch that's the problem y'all can only deal with one that's the problem that right. is the problem we got all this diverse shit out there and you won't even motherfucking watch it unless it's the one that you've decided is the best yeah i'm i'm super glad though that people didn't buy well the people i know right the people um, i know did not fall for that bait because that that seems like a thing that happens way too fucking often where Mm -hmm. we're just sitting around like everyone's nerves are just afraid because you spend the whole fucking week arguing about black man versus black woman and shit like that it's a very real um it's a very real divide in our um in our in our culture um and yeah i just went to the same site you know the one that just says a wrinkle in time stumbles against black panther last week what'd they say weekend box office black panther dazzles with 65.7 million didn't say that uh red sparrow stumbles for jennifer lawrence with only 17 million come on uh it didn't say death wish only made 13 million right it didn't say that at all it just it just like it's just it's just i don't know maybe i'm looking too far into it you're not you're not so what's gonna happen next weekend then right especially if they number one and number two again you're gonna go through the same bullshit again or let's say you know something else you know uh beats them both or let's say something else beats wrinkling time are you just gonna be like well black panther does it again or you're gonna be like it's weird because i don't even know it's kind of like getting sat at that restaurant i don't know that white people are aware of their bias when they write it write it this way a lot of times they're not or if they just purposely are like i'm a you know like i'm going to pit the black movies against each other and make it seem like one's a failure but anyway man um and i'm sure there are some people that are gonna revel in like the idea of like this shit didn't come out the gate and make a hundred million right away or some shit um and hopefully wrinkle in time has to stay in power um it will you know uh and i have no idea if it's open in china and all that type of shit either right but hopefully it has to stay in power because you know i do know people that still are going to see it two and three times mm-hmm. um and i also know that um is unlike black panther to me it's more of a movie where you can take a kid that's yeah. on that like because it's pg not pg-13 right so it's more of a movie where you can take a kid and be like come see it you know as opposed to hurricane heights which i saw last night and motherfucking kids was in there and i was like huh? anyway uh, <laughs> i was like uh and like little babies too like little babies anyway, i was like i can't believe people let their kids watch this but you know um <laughs> one baby it was so young when the when the mom went to the bathroom it was like mama oh mama. Uh, oh real small i said oh no <laughs> anyway um ryan coogler uh actually wrote a piece um on espn.com uh an ode to black from black panther director ryan coogler to a wrinkle in time director ava duvernay 
uh now ryan cooler famously doesn't have like twitter or social media and stuff which i don't blame him me either like the more the more shit you see on social media the more i think at least from my perspective the more i understand how people can be like yeah i got to a point where i just don't even want to be around this shit Mm because i I don't want to hear how i ain't shit all day every day um and it even if people are saying i'm great it's still gonna bother me the five percent of people that tell me i ain't shit all the time you know mm-hmm, yeah and i yeah and i can see how people tap out and i can see how people do a disconnect and i can see how people get to the point where hey if you want to get in contact with me you need to have my telephone number you ain't got that you won't reach me yeah i know uh, i'll speak to my representatives like every once in a while i'll see like a tweet of somebody that's been mad at me for like years on something and i'll just be like niggas that you've been mad since 2005 you know what i'm like or whatever where you just like i can't imagine still being mad about some shit that long for somebody that don't really seem to give a fuck about you right i mean you know do your thing but you know it's just interesting anyway uh he wrote ava DuVernay is someone who makes the impossible look easy it's why i feel privileged to call her my big sister i met her in 2013 but she's one of those people who you feel like you've always known in her life before i met her uh she was highly admired hollywood publicist who owned her own company by then she had written produced and directed two amazing films about black women finding hope while experiencing grief and loss all while maintaining a production and distribution company to finance and distribute underserved independent films made by women and people of color she was already one of my heroes and that was before she took one of the most sought after scripts in hollywood and turned it into the best film about dr martin luther king that anyone will ever make ava is a pioneer she makes the most distant dreams and ideas a reality she made a show called queen sugar and mandated the use of female directors and key creators a full two years before the great francis mcdormand shared with the world what an inclusion writer was come on ava is inclusion equality equity and representation ava is the past present and future she is all these of these things but sometimes i forget she is human i was reminded of this a couple years back when i got the heartbreaking news that she had lost her father i almost lost my father and it nearly broke me in half ava the warrior whether that loss while making the 13th to show everyone with a netflix subscription that america's american slavery never ended it had only morphed then she infused the love she had for her father and her mother who was still with us into the beautiful film of wrinkle in time i watched closely from across the hall at disney while working on black panther as my big sister inspired her crew with love and navigated the challenges of studio filmmaking adapting a book that made that many people called unfilmable into a movie that explodes explodes with hope with love and with women warriors but above all it's a film about a little black girl with glasses like my mom like my wife like my big sister ava who refuses to accept that her dad is lost the main character in the film meg uses her love her hope and her kick-ass skills as a scientist to bring him back and maybe she saves the universe along the way can you believe like a week ago people was like ryan coogan better he better support her the way she supported him and i, I was like why would he not though like so like stop putting your agendas on people personal lives and relationships they really are friends you think he's sitting around like i hope wrinkling time fell or fuck ava i'm gonna use her to get get black panther hot but then i'm when it's her turn i'm gonna be like i don't give a damn like come on man and that's the thing that kills me because a lot of people actually function like that because they function like that i'm gonna keep it real a lot of people have a lot of fucked up relationships that they have with people they don't know how to how to uh harvest relationships they don't know how to keep relationships and because they don't they assume that nobody else does either and a lot of the things that they do in their personal life for a lot of people 
mm-hmm. it's not real it's not sincere they don't really make connections and shit like that so they just assume and push that out on the world and just assume that the world functions like that too and that's not so so that's why they make these assumptions and push their own personal bias and own things that they've had in their life heartache and pain and just assume that everybody else functions like that too and that's not so people have real functioning relationship you go at people and people like hey you know i do know this person like this is a real human being that i know that i ate with sat with like we we're not action figures y'all yeah she had to like seek out you like he had to seek out an outlet to put that out because like i said he doesn't have social media like that so he had to go and be like hey espn let me write this you know what i mean like i want to put this somewhere where people can see it and and understand the impact of this film you know but yeah it's just interesting how people's agendas try to take that one over and it's best uh since he's not on social media he did that because guess what you got his words in his totality you didn't get him mm-hmm. broken up you didn't get him sliced and pieced you got you got his whole thought process with all your adjectives and verbs and pronouns the dots and the periods all in one structure all at one time yeah because if it would have been like a twitter thread someone would have took like two or three sentences and be like and this was wrong with this or this is why this deal ain't good enough or whatever and i'm glad that you know he was able to express that so mm-hmm. and, I, and i'm happy um i'm happy for them both and the thing about ava i don't think ava even started directing because she was like in her 30s right you know so that right there goes to show you all in itself that it's never too late right you know because a lot of times people particularly white men a lot of times they be doing this shit forever you know a lot of, and for us doing what forever like writing not writing but like filming a lot of times when you meet white film directors they they're they're doing it in their 20s you know not, you know mm-hmm. not not that yeah you know, i mean Ryan Coogler, to do it later on in life well right well yeah i think she switched over at some point okay. I, I don't know her life story like that but um yeah i mean ryan coogler is a phenom and he's 31 like you know you just to get these opportunities at a young age for black people is very rare right um and and i always talk about how much talent has been lost to racism a lot because even when you meet a black person at that age that's that's out there you know when you hear about them they're almost always excellent at whatever they do and it's mostly because they've had to work so hard just to get to a point where they're recognized so we don't even have the luxury of being introduced to mediocre black people on this level because you can't be a mediocre black person and get any of this shit you can be a mediocre white man and get and direct a film that's trash and and people just you know i the dude i was just doing a review with chris on a movie trailer reviews and we were talking about tomb raider the 2001 film with angelina jolie and it's directed by the same dude who directed the cape which is a terrible terrible series oh, that sh- that shit was but bad. that dude has never had a shortage of chances Mm-mm. you know and he got to direct a big budget action film in 2001 starring angelina jolie one of the biggest stars in hollywood at the time he just got to do that you know what i mean like we just don't have black stories like that where it's like oh remember when fucking uh disney gave this director who had, this was his first or second project and they just gave him a fucking movie like that like we rarely have that you know even with coogler he's three for three fruitvale creed and now this like it's not like he's just some uh some dude that just had no resume you know so 
uh anyway um it was just a interesting story and I, I hope both movies uh you know well i already know black panther i think crossed a billion this week so did like obviously some days yeah. yeah obviously it's 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 a monster but I, I hope people continue to see uh wrinkle in time because i i just feel like some of these reviews and shit are and and especially when you look at the comments and who's writing the reviews it's definitely eroding the goodwill towards it um and part and then the other part of it is with it being a kids movie you're depending on adults to see the previews want their kids to see it how many of these adults are like well since i see a little black girl i don't see my white daughter needing to see this right my white son needing to see this i hope you know uh, because i know black people are going to see it so it's not it's not us uh jules santana will reportedly surrender uh, for newark airport gun incident Joel Santana is expected. He's the rapper from um, Dipset, uh, Diplomatic Community. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, I any- heard of the group, and I don't know their music. I probably know me. I've heard their music, and be like, "That's the jam." I didn't know it was them. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty much the case. I, I, there's, there's no way um, I you guarantee don't know. you. I'm like, I know that song, but I, but I don't know who made it. Yeah, uh, they had a double album. Cameron was in the group. Uh, uh Jules Santana. Just Blaze. Oh baby. Oh baby. Uh. All the girls see them. Look at his kicks. Look at his car. All I say is Look, mommy, I'm no good. I'm so hood. Clap with your soldier, sober. Let me leave after sober. Kill up. I'm not your companion. Or your miss. You know that song, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's uh that's dipset. Uh that's Jules Santana's on there. Yeah. He goes second. That was Cam talking. I don't know if I can get the jewels uh, and we saying be on the block with my back cool start popping okay slap up this clap up this wrap up this get them gats i don't know jewels on that somewhere he normally be the one yelling uh anyway this nigga um basically had to run out of the newark airport because he accidentally brought his gun with him tsa agents found the gun um, of course they're gonna find the gun right and they scan everything jewel santana whose given name is Laron james uh fled Ooh. the scene in a taxi cab after the loaded weapon was found in his bag oh how he, how he get our way to a taxi cab i don't know i don't know i bet when he seen that shit he was like it is kicks, look at this oh boy he must have been hauling ass because normally that where you go in is not close to nobody's fucking exit mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm sure you've you had to run two three miles mm-hmm. that shit is far i'm sure you had to get the hell out of there um you also might remember him from this song yeah come on hey ladies hey ma what's up Yo, now it's downtown clubbing, ladies night. Seen shorty, she was crazy, right? And I approached baby light. Ma, what's your age and type? That's all. Um, yeah, that's, that's old school right there well um given new jersey's gun laws jules could be facing several potential legal hurdles moving forward per the tsa those traveling from new jersey with firearms should have their weapons unloaded and packed inside of a hard-sided firearm case 
because you can actually fly with guns apparently uh wpix yeah, as long as you do uh whatever the laws in that state is and a lot of times the guns have to go like in the bottom of the plane and they have to be in um certain containers you know un um unloaded the bullets normally have to be separate but yeah you can travel with guns and uh, people do it all the time and it's extremely easy to, to accidentally bring your gun i mean because there's so many guns you know and people carry them on all the time even if you have the right licenses and stuff you can just forget it on you the same way you forget you got your phone on you or some shit like because you always got it you know uh, i don't even own a gun and i've almost taken a gun on a plane several times you know because just so many guns you just get on there and you're like oh shit gun got in my bag how'd that get in there you know mm-hmm. let me take this out before we get in the car you know um so yeah uh the apparently uh per the tsa those traveling had to put it in a bag da 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 uh cited both uh wpix cited both anonymous sources and a separate report via the south Pacific daily voice indicating jules was scheduled to turn himself in to authorities approximately 9 a.m local time on sunday he better show up yeah good luck man if you get the warrant out for your arrest it ain't gonna be no joke yeah and i have no idea if those are federal charges or any of that shit mm-hmm common and angela rye have split they say they will remain friends though angela rye is the woman who once she has a podcast called one-on-one with angela rye oh she does with the breakfast club a wrong no, woman no no oh, that's angela woman. yee okay on the My, breakfast club okay. angela rye is oh, wrong angela. a political I'm sorry. commentator she's very famous for her side eye expressions and uh, uh okay yeah um so yeah the two spark rumors of relationship last year but the chicago mc confirmed the relationship in october said i'll just say i'm dating i'm happy right now she's an incredible human being but now just five months later sources say the two have called it quits at the common was seen flying solo for the last few hollywood events including the oscars rye confirmed the news to page six we have and will always be friends the activist reportedly told page six he's an amazing human being i'm a much better person because he's part of my life may we all keep loving and living so they broke up they was a good pro-black power couple i think in the uh black people power rankings they had potential to really be at the top um you know well not top but near the top i mean you know obviously beyonce and jay-z right now uh barack and michelle you know is, is up there um sterling k brown and his wife is up there but i feel like angela rock common was a lot of uh pro-black shippers uh dream couple and uh they it's sad rest in power to that couple i don't know who she or he can get with now to really recover the ground that they lost on this one but i'm glad that they can remain friends Mm -hmm. me too uh martin screlly the uh that dude who um had the wu-tang album and he was a guy he, he raised the price on a on a drug well he uh got sentenced to seven years in prison for securities fraud mm-hmm. uh he was sentenced to seven years in prison by u.s district court uh district judge uh kia what kiyo masumoto at a hearing in brooklyn with credit for time served because he's been in jail since september he was sobbing when he was told by the judge that uh well he told the judge i'm sorry that he's not the same person that he once was and he asked for a 15 year sent uh the prosecutors had asked for a 15 year sentence his lawyers had asked for 12 to 18 months 
the judge said squarely's own emails called into question his claims of remorse and mentioned the time that he wrote fuck the feds while also bragging that he wouldn't serve any real time in prison and it wasn't a great sign for squarely when his own lawyer said in court that there were times he wanted to punch squarely directly in the face squarely's lawyers argued that he shouldn't be sentenced harshly simply for being martin squarely this is now an internationally recognized way of saying that someone is being an asshole yeah this is funny because people are just like he got a punchable face and his lawyers really went into the trial and was like you look look at him your honor i know you want to punch him in the face hey i he's paying me and i want to punch him but don't let that be the reason you put this man in prison uh, i'm old enough to be his father said his lawyer benjamin braffman uh before uh the judge issued the sentence there are times i want to hug and hold him times i want to punch him in the face for some of the things he said uh earlier this week screlly was ordered to hand over 7.36 million dollars in assets including one of his uh his one-of-a-kind wu-tang record uh, that he purchased for two million dollars uh once upon a time in shaolin screlly was previously found guilty on two counts of securities fraud in august of 2017 after lying to his investors uh Screlly first became a household name when he decided to jack up the price of a life-saving hiv drug called daraprim so we're not going to jail for that nobody gave a fuck about the people that died for you denying them their medication because they fucking couldn't afford it nobody cared about that and that's not even illegal to do Which that is still fucked up securities fraud is why he's in jail y'all right. not for raising the price of a pill 13.50 a pill to seven dollars and fifty dollars seven hundred fifty dollars a pill um so yeah uh throughout the ensuing controversy and trial the now 34 year old seen the relish and the hate that was tossed his way in the press but he or his lawyer wrote an uncharacteristically deferential letter to the judge last month yeah see that's the other thing he had social media all this time he being on social media doing a bunch of fucked up shit y'all real fucked up shit like harassing people in the press stalking people threatening people this guy's not sorry and him crying in court i think he's a fucking psychopath even him crying in court could be an act and if he is crying in court because he now is sad he's sad he's going to jail not because he genuinely has some fucking his heart grew three sizes like i don't trust this dude Mm -mm. um yeah apparently uh his bail was uh revoked for offering a five thousand dollar bounty for some of hillary clinton's hair on facebook he later called the post satire for taking down the post entirely um yeah because he's like oh yeah this, uh oh wait you're gonna send me to jail for real okay i'm sorry i'm sorry uh i've learned a very painful letter because he, he told the truth he didn't think he was gonna serve no time like he really thought that it was gonna be cool yeah because he, he's seen dirty money Come you know on. he knows these people don't go to jail i've learned a very painful lesson he said never again will i prevar- uh prevaricate or omit or mislead intentionally or not there are all, there are ways to communicate which eliminate the possibility of doubt and alternative interpretations of fact i take responsibility for the fact that i used to behave and communicate in this way it was wrong i was a fool i should have known better one no way he wrote that his lawyers wrote that you know they did uh two it still puts the onus on the victims of his schemes right oh they just misunderstood oh you know hey i didn't realize how misleading i was being with these lies i'll stop using words that can mean uh more than one thing you know that's what he's saying it's it's not that i was wrong or anything it's just that these people for some reason i just unbeknownst to me somehow these people thought i don't don't know these people came to the same conclusion 
they thought that i was not committing security fraud i don't know i don't know it's just very weird but now we've all taken a lesson i think i should be able to go home Mm-mm. yeah go home right on back to where you came from that jail cell yeah the prosecutors caught, caught it right away screlly uses the letter to shift blame for his actions elsewhere to his victims to the government to others who he has encountered on social media to demons who haunt me uh prosecutors argue uh, in asking for a 15 year sentence not once does screlly acknowledge that he lied to investors and committed fraud uh he was never convicted of anything related to his disgusting business uh price gouging but instead was convicted to own unrelated charges he defrauded investors in two hedge funds that he operated also lied about a company he founded in 2011 called retrofin to keep his stock price artificially inflated while the judge emphasized that it was Squirrelly's crimes not his outside conduct that resulted in a sentence it seemed impossible that behavior like the clinton hair bounty did not influence the severity of his punishment yeah he also like i said he was stalked with and stuff on uh reporters online he would like uh he buy domain names that harass them stuff like like he was really being an asshole on purpose um so i i just don't buy any of the remorse shit so um yeah uh, earlier this week prosecutors told the court it should consider screlly's reprehensible conduct towards members of the public white when deciding his sentence noting that his inability to acknowledge that his actions constituted crimes coupled with his other disdain for criminal justice system uh which has only escalated since his conviction demonstrates that screlly is likely to commit similar crimes in the future our sentencing submission could have been a lot worse prosecutors told the judge today when defending the call for as much as 15 years we didn't go through years of tweets that we could have so what will screlly do in prison he told gizmodo back in september that if he did go to prison he'd brush up on his reading that he'd still be able to make paper from the inside it's unclear if screlly who judge masamoto said had a net worth of 27 million still plans to make paper while serving the sentence maybe the prison has do-it-yourself papyrus class all right so got a little sassy at the end all right um but yeah it's it's just yeah he probably still gonna make paper what do you mean he he, people like that always find a way to make money it's weird because like who the fuck would invest in him now but it's i guess we've seen stranger things we've seen people he is white whiteness never let whiteness fail somebody gonna have some empathy sympathy compassion for him the lawyer even said he looks like my son you know when people say stuff like that yes somebody's gonna give him a small loan or something something even if they go well i don't want to be attached to it here you go you now you fuck this up it's on you somebody gonna give him a little bit of money and he'll be just fine you know what you absolutely right because that was that's what whiteness does black people don't ever get this opportunity all right somebody will be like that poor baby correct no matter what fucked up thing you've done no matter how many people you've hurt it does not matter (sighs) yep yep um all right uh radio one boss kathy hughes suspends dj quicksilver and five nine uh i guess five nine is another name for a mm-hmm. uh, uh, person personality uh following danny star ambush issues public apology and gives danny and other female hosts reign over wkys on friday um so uh this was just going viral on facebook and twitter i saw but apparently 
uh there's a radio show uh in dc um 93.9 wkys with male co-host dj quicksilver and dj five nine who ambushed their five nine this nigga short is that why you named that anyway i don't know who ambushed their female co-host danny star live on the air the station was uh has now responded um basically what they did was this woman was oh wait i might be able to play this let me see never before witnessed in my entire career i thank god okay um i guess long story short uh till this thing loads um their co-host uh danny um because i don't listen to the show this is all new to me mm-hmm. she um what had said something about needing a babysitter or something and this woman i don't know if she said it on the air of her show or she said it on social media or whatever but this woman who's like an instagram model slid up in her dms like i'll babysit at your house uh you know for you and danny was like no like i don't like one you have and her experience was i have little brothers or something like that and no they are professional babysitters doll right and you look at you know the pictures of her obviously like she is an instagram model it's very you know scantily clad all this shit so danny was like no i don't want this woman in my house around my husband uh i don't want her uh i don't want really any uh these like pretty instagram model chicks in the crib uh babysitting my my um my kids and of course that sparks you know uh (laughs) pretty people pretty women become like oh i'm a victim of discrimination how could you do this to me sure i may be able to walk into a into a a a job interview and get a job my love life may be better i may get more i may have better things in my life and be accepted and treated better as a human but this is one area where i am discriminating against i'm the real victim how you not gonna give me a job because i'm too pretty you know it's kind of like that you know light skin privilege or reverse racism and all this type of shit right mm-hmm. where it's like oh so suddenly you're the victim because somebody goes yeah nah not my crib keep in mind it's her own house it's her private business if she don't want your ass in there literally it's not like um this is not like when you become like uber or right she's not obligated this yeah it's not I, equal opportunity bitch right i decide who i want to because if she said i don't, I don't want a white woman babysitting my kids she got that right she, too. she can literally say that you know you can judge her obviously but she could say that you know right um anyway um she so that's when she says that i guess that becomes a topic on the show they make jokes about it or whatever um and her male co-host basically started calling her insecure and be like you insecure if you don't want this da 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 now keep in mind maybe you could write this off as some level of insecurity i think insecurity is a loaded word for most people they've they've seemed to find being accused of being insecure like a inflammatory but it's also because that's how it's normally used to attack right. people but it also could be the definition it's okay to be insecure about certain things like it's correct like i don't want um uh like i might not want the nigga that played mbaku uh you know cutting my grass i can understand no i don't think you want mbaku yeah. cutting the grass because you might be up in the mountains snowing right i can under but I, I can understand you know uh people feeling that way but it's like when men are insecure about that shit it's treated more like 
oh yeah yeah i understand when women say some shit like that it's treated as like you insecure <laughs> right bitch. right you know? right just like i would just like i wouldn't want Issa Rae to be the nanny no right you don't trust your man you know that kind of shit um but uh at any rate you know and, and the thing is if a nigga gonna cheat he's gonna cheat look at uh look at Come Arnold, on, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger ain't nothing you can do yeah look at Arnold Schwarzenegger um so anyway the point being though um her own hair on air co-host started basically uh saying she was insecure and they they ambushed her they had the woman that was the model that slid in her dms who apparently uh danny had never said the woman's name or anything like that they had this woman come on the show and confront danny live on the air and on international women's day of all days and danny was rightfully pissed at the betrayal of the co-host i mean i would never do that to you i think there's a level of respect you have to have and it's not even about the idea of having someone come on to confront somebody but as part of the show i need to know that's happening in advance they told her basically 30 minutes before the show started like this she's coming up here and this is gonna be the first segment so you pulled up whatever whatever uh, monday morning going okay you know weekend let's get it popping what right um and she uh obviously was rightfully pissed uh i think it sounded like she quit live on the air um i'll see if i can play some of it for your mature uh your compassionate your loving spirit even in the midst of your pain you're not lashing out at anyone oh. else oh, i'm sorry this is actually the day after where they had all the women on okay okay all right let okay. me uh see oh, okay can... so it's not the other clip right yeah, yeah yeah i'll see if i can find the actual clip of the the conversation but um you know one of the things that really got to me listening to the clip is what it's one of the reasons i can't really listen to a lot of terrestrial radio Mm-mm. even when it's black because there does seem to be like this um leaning into um there's like a lot of massage noir mm-hmm. towards black women a lot yeah. of um it's a boys club and a woman just happened to be around and a lot of times particularly in a lot of these setups if that woman starts speaking her mind or don't let the boys joke or you know have her own opinion it's like they don't take her seriously she constantly gets cut off they don't respect her the guests don't respect her she's the butt of a lot of jokes at the only time she interjects hey hey guys calm down it's like mm, a lot of not all the time a lot of times you feel like you're just a token Mm -hmm. just you know kind of just in there just to say we're quote-unquote equal opportunity we got a woman here but you don't actually respect her and it looked like they took the video down so they probably like because it's so embarrassing and bad for the station they probably are going after Uh, people youtube probably got it youtube okay well uh i'll check but they're probably going after people with um those you don't have permission to podcast this comment content thing to get it taken off the internet which a lot of times they do um i'll try to find it um, yeah, I mean, but you did it. Keep it out there, right? But I think they do that a lot. You know, we've seen that with Don Amos's uh, nappy-headed hoes comments. They like the once they realized how bad it was, they was just pulling down left and right. Like, oh, take this down, take this down, take this down. And you're like, yeah, y'all are taking, y'all want this down because 
it looks bad and the station manager uh suspended kathy hughes suspended these dudes because it did look bad and it was bad it was fucked up yeah because you do know that there are women around like other women like that was probably there and and saw what you did and was just as furious and probably more furious than her and there are women in higher authorities position that had already made up their mind that y'all was either gonna get suspended or motherfucking fired yeah she told them all my life this will be the last day uh working with y'all this will be my last day working with y'all all right now let me see uh the daily mail might have it good old daily mail boy they might be a white right wing rag but thank god they have no journalistic standards no they don't because i couldn't find this clip nowhere else <laughs> i was like what we not gonna do is take that nigga shit down i don't care if you sue us or not see you in court <laughs> right we are a rag and we have a certain standard that we are supposed to live down to and as long as my name is mr Mail, we will never let me say on place. national woman's day Tell that me. i will speak up for all the pretty girls Tell that sent in your dms because you feel like no you're not going to hire a pretty girl because of your insecurities so oh. let's get that straight this, this morning is so this is the woman speaking is the instagram model that they let come on the air in the studio and talk to their co-host this way and of course like i said she flipped it to pretty women don't get represented enough and let me come out here and tell you you're not gonna disrespect me as a pretty woman i'm tired of all let me speak up on international women's day for all the pretty women who have it so fucking tough you know i'm so sick of this all right i'm tired of being in every movie i'm sick of this shit okay i'm tired i'm tired of getting free drinks and free meals i can't take it no more i hate when a motherfucker be like hey why don't you get in front of this line okay i'm sick of these job offers i'm sick of this shit all right it's the worst (laughs) oh man Mm -mm -mm. uh but yeah uh let me see if i play it again um oh is it gonna do that thing where it doesn't let me play it once i hit play again great uh there we go low, yeah uh one more time uh but yeah she she's basically accusing her of pretty woman discrimination uh for not letting her keep in mind she didn't send a resume right with her qualifications she did, right she dm'd this woman on instagram like let me be let me babysit your babies and go to you look on her instagram page and i'm not joking it's it's literally just bathing suit pictures like good for you being sexually liberated and everything but oh i'm here for it I'm that not might not be you. what that might not be what she's but looking for nanny might not be your lane dog. And, a, and a nanny for her children um right. at and uh, she her got house the, and she got the right to feel like that it's right. her house i might have to reload the whole page because this shit is just no problem freezing. and also the biggest thing too another reason why they got suspended is a motherfucking corporation so i guarantee you when you be like hey we're gonna have guests on the show this background done like it's it's a lot of shit that goes behind yeah well, that. well see that's interesting karen i don't, i think you think way more of the radio industry than than it's actually what's happening oh my bad my so my i don't think it's that too pro- high. i, I don't that- think it's that professional because you were telling me when in the car we talked about this like they could she could have had a weapon on her right. she could have did this and i'm like i don't think they screen for that shit on the on the regular though uh like they may have security downstairs but if you make it past come on in like i don't think it's as well, I mean, okay. I don't. What do you think? There's a background check. They, there's, there's not like it's more security to get into a radio station in an airport. Like 
they literally don't give a fuck like come okay. on the air and okay. talk and, and, and like i said maybe it's just me and my high standards but you're in a box once you step in there with the people on the air and so y'all in a tight ass room in close quarters recording you would be concerned about people the, the safety of your employees be like hey we don't want nobody in particular and my thing particularly if you're inviting somebody that already has had a confrontation with the host that says something online let me state on National Women's Day Tell that it. I will speak up for all the pretty girls Tell that send your DMs because you feel like, no, you're not going to hire a pretty girl because of your insecurities. How about I get that straight this, this morning? This is what I'm talking about. This I'm not, not, no, I'm not call a spade a spade. You be calling a spade a spade. You can hear how the men are egging her off. why i paused right there and started over i'll try to fast forward back to where it was but uh i did want to note that um notice how the men are egging it on as she's uh because they see their co-host is obviously upset and they're just like telling they're egging the other girl on like tell her mm-hmm, that's right she insecure keep in mind they're ambushing their co-host on the air with this shit you know in addition to just taking that woman's side you know they're basically turning turning on the woman that they have on the show as well to make it not a conduct con- it's not an actual conversation that could have been had in a reasonable manner they're basically gaslighting her on the air uh which is fucked up obviously around my children and who was around my man and no you will not be crying right. and, and that. that's understandable but the comments that. that you made, the comments that I made was disrespectful no they weren't i said you're beautiful and you appear to be smart that is complimenting you, you I, okay but, but, no what? i said but and, i don't want you in my household i get to decide what happens why, in my okay, household. So why, why don't you want me there is the real I, question i don't have to answer to you you obviously winning this argument because i'm making you upset and that's the whole point of this segment you know and it was easy how the two dudes ganged up on her um and brought the other woman in and really acted like that was a casual normal situation um and that they were in the right this is my first time here number one this is an international women's day Mm -hmm. and you and you basically bought her on here ambush your co-host for a fight on international women's day this is basically what you did mm-hmm. number number two you instigated 
and that's a problem all in itself and you act like there's nothing wrong with her for being upset that you ambushed her and you didn't let her know mm-hmm. and that's the one with a lot of restraint because yeah i think a lot of people would have cussed them out and would have laid some hands on some motherfuckers and be like what you not gonna do nigga is this bullshit right here and calling her insecure when she's like is it i'm not being insecure i'm telling y'all i've been cheated on i'm telling y'all my father cheated on my mom with a babysitter this isn't about me making this about my insecurities this is me being open with the audience insecurity is i'm not gonna tell y'all what my problem is <clears throat> i'm just gonna lie to you about it or whatever like the, at least the way that they're expressing it she's like i don't want to i get to decide who's in my house around my man and you don't get to bring her on the air like she has a fucking right to complain about me not hiring by the way she never mentioned her name so y'all had to seek her out so this is a woman who knows she has a radio show clearly thirsty to be on the air clearly thirsty for attention would be in her house for the wrong fucking reasons probably telling her business um all up in the fucking videos and shit and it wasn't even a fucking registered licensed babysitter of any kind just i had i got a little brother well that's uh, so does a lot of people you don't get to be a babysitter because i have a little brother guess what i don't do babysit people's kids like that's not a qualification you know and then like i said it was just kind of ridiculous that um and it was fouled you don't do that to people right it was just kind of and then they were looking later on like well danny you're beautiful so you shouldn't even be intimidated by this woman she's like i'm not fucking intimidated that's not the problem i just don't want her in my house right you know and, right and y'all act like there's something wrong with me right as the queen of my goddamn house putting the standards on my house this is where i live i live here not you motherfucker i live here and they so know i determine who comes in and out of my house and they know good and damn well if she hired michael b jordan as killmonger as a motherfucking uh babysitter her husband would be like what what are we doing like, you know what i mean like, what is going well why does this nigga not have a shirt on but he has a, <laughs> a fur coat uh what's going on with this dude why are these black panther claws hanging up in the in the closet i don't right. understand ma'am what does he mean hey auntie uh i don't understand i don't think he should babysit our kids right, right. i feel like this hire was made on a dip for some other reason um but yeah later on they try to do um uh i think she did a um what you call it a a a video on facebook kind of detailing her side of the events um let me see if i can uh get that shit to play um because obviously she was uh fucked with from this and it was so bad they had to basically go and talk about it on social media um, right and and the thing is you know stuff like this quote unquote makes for good radio so they aired it you know but well it's live right you can't even right. not air it like right what choice do we right. have we can't you go to commercial break i see what you confronted yeah. me live like you can't even do like a hey i don't want that on the air so yeah, now i have no like, choice she can get another job it's just one nanny house if somebody else might hire her but i don't have to do anything that i don't want to do and neither do you and neither does she and for people to be like that like no and for them to allow her to stay on the radio after i left and to keep talking about me and my insecurities like that's some bull- oh, that's wow. crazy so it's, she left. it's disrespectful yeah. i'm so furious because like these this is the fam in the morning these are my people and to allow some girl to come in here not, not even that to reach out to some girl that i didn't even reach out to like that's crazy so at the end of the day like i know my worth and it's not worth it 
It is not worth it to me to work with people who want to ambush me. It is not worth it to me to allow them to allow her to come in here and start talking all this craziness. Like, homegirl, it's not that serious. I didn't want you in my house. I think I'm a baddie. So it's not about her just being a pretty girl. It's about how I want to run my household, and I think that's okay. Like I said, yes, we all have insecurities, but it really isn't about being insecure. It's about being proactive. Like, Yeah. Um. Now, one of the things I will say, part of this is that whatever for the topic of the day or whatever on the radio she chose to air her personal household's business on the air Mm -hmm. which invites people into your relationship in a way that probably isn't comfortable i tell people all the time people's politics the what the fuck like all that shit on twitter it don't always jive with people's personal lives a lot of people talk theory they talk things the things they want things they aspire to but in real life everybody don't want the same things Mm -hmm. and there's certain things like in patriarchy and shit that people do want like uh your girl might be like i don't appreciate um uh like i understand the idea of i don't want no man to do the da 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 but i also appreciate a man opening the door for me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i do want a man to pay for my date i do want to know that i'm wanted and and da 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 i do want to know that i look sexy and da 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 other women might be like i don't want no man ever tell me how the fuck i look motherfucker i know how i look or whatever you know like it's different for everybody but your personal life and your personal things and the whether they're compromises or just simply preferences you don't have to put that on display for everybody so like you invite people into your life when you do say like i don't want a pretty babysitter well now you got a bunch of motherfuckers that can be like well that's not sex positive or so i can't be a porn star and babysit your baby or whatever it is to where the most people if they're being honest in their regular life they would be like yeah i wouldn't do that either but they also aren't talking about it on the radio so no one's able to like come into their life and be like right Mm-mm, nah your man should be able to theoretically uh date uh i mean hang out with uh serena williams all day every day and you should never feel a way about that like okay that good luck with your life where jealousy and insecurity doesn't exist on any level but for a lot of people there's some reasonable quote-unquote um like things that they have to compromise on or deal with or communicate about and that's kind of part that's part of what love is too love only cares about love it don't really have time for what the fuck y'all niggas gonna write about in your think piece with it it's just what is gonna keep this relationship existing from day to day and as long as nobody's being abused or anything like that i don't think it's necessarily anybody's business when two consenting adults decide whether they're gonna have like an open relationship whether they're gonna have um uh whether they're gonna not have kids whether like all these decisions that it's not really your business to decide what they do with their lives and their bodies but when you talk about it on air people do feel like they can just kind of hop in you know anyway still doesn't make it right for them to go and get her um uh this woman and put her on the air yeah and also it shows you that the relationship you have with them it ain't real Mm -hmm. and y'all will never be the same and it's one of those things where uh when they come back who knows how they're personally going to feel about it because you know in their minds you know how dudes are they might not have felt they did nothing wrong well that's what's wild right so they got suspended and at first it was like tweets uh, that well he was like uh at least uh one of the niggas not the five nine when the other dude dj whatever he was like yeah i um 
i uh oh quicksilver that's the name dj quicksilver he was like yeah i um did didn't like i didn't I, no he was like i apologize da, 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 da. his wife called and was like this is why y'all fucked up that was fucked up what y'all did they played that call live on the air and then later on he started changing the story up let me be very clear to anybody who knows me in real life knows i would never intentionally or secretly attack nor ambush anybody especially not somebody i call family and that's exactly what danny star is and will always be to me this morning was planned out prior to our show the same way all our shows are planned out with all three hosts and the decision to bring on a potential babysitter was so she could voice her concern that she felt some type of way that danny as well as our listeners male and female were very uh were very admit i guess adamant that they wouldn't hire her as a babysitter based on how she looked and i quote i would never hire a girl who looks like that in my home that's like hanging me in front of a line at the moment i honestly thought that's what today's topic would focus on women feeling discriminated against silly because of their looks uh the show took now keep in mind this basically puts her in a position where he's saying danny is the one who ambushed her him on the air quote unquote by acting that like this was cool but then once they got on the air being like i'm ambushed i'm i'm he basically tried to turn it into she's lying nigga 30 minutes before we fucking go on the air kiss my ass no she didn't know and no she wasn't in decision making and they had talked about that too he was like how's this different than when i talked about this rap star and then y'all brought him on the air she's like because we didn't ambush you you knew he was coming y'all knew y'all were gonna talk it out it was like a whole fucking thing i didn't just go hey guess who's on the air next segment the nigga that y'all been talking shit about right uh the show took a left turn when we brought the girl in the studio she started to attack danny at that moment i should have stepped in and shut her down and made sure we stayed on topic of women discrimination first of all we heard the audio you did not you didn't just not step in you encouraged you you antagonized you encouraged it you supported you threw the alley-oop for the dunk like it's (laughs) like this is that gaslighting shit that a lot of dudes do where they where they like revise history as if you can't hear and then they have people thinking they crazy like i guess i'm the crazy one i thought Mm -hmm. that he was instigating but he said he just didn't step in and stop it and i guess he didn't step in and stop i guess i was being emotional and i was tripping like no nigga you was up there like "Uh uh-huh what about that oh you big man oh you big man like nigga none of this was i just didn't step in right. and and de-escalate the situation and my thing is that if she would have known this would have been planned her response would have been completely different All right you can but tell she didn't have time to prepare for that shit right and you so y'all got her real raw upfront feelings about it right and they were egging it on it was three on one like it wasn't just she said this and look i mean look at how he described it i thought we would focus on women feeling discriminated against simply because of their looks how was i to know well boy is there egg on my face yeah, right it's also one of those things too to where you know a lot of dudes that tell their wife one thing you know they'll do that remorse but a lot of times when they get with their boys mm-hmm. and they get to talking and they get yeah. you know their hair get all lit up from not i'll keep it real from that boys club mentality and they don't want to be um not masculine you know or, or feel like they're, they're you know they're not manly then they'll come back and do this bullshit right here um yeah uh it he says i shouldn't have allowed this to go on it was a poor judgment call for clarification the babysitter didn't just pop in the studio at 7 a.m this is disgusting show prep with all three hosts i know i now see how the events that transpired made me and five nine look as if we allowed this and didn't stand up for somebody who we truly value and look at his family which danny truly is to us no, didn't. how it made it look y'all yeah y'all literally did the opposite 
y'all threw her under the bus i sincerely apologize for this morning's show to danny first whom i've spoken with and she knows that's not my character i apologize to any listeners who are offended and pray this decision doesn't cloud your views of who i am as a man husband dad businessman community activist once again danny i sincerely apologize now see that was kind of like right afterwards now he's saying basically this is all y'all not gonna do i'm gonna let the real truth out y'all not gonna do this to me right so he's totally changed his tune already yeah like that's you know a lot of times uh when it and people have egos you know everybody does but it's one of those things where on certain situations people feel like i can't back down and like most radio shows particularly shows probably designed like this you have a lot of men men in your fan base you know Mm -hmm. that actually write up and call and tell him he was right and tell him he didn't do nothing wrong what's funny too is through the responses even though it was a woman attacking her you can look on twitter and see a whole lot of men being the ones that go you just a jealous bitch da 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 and meanwhile the woman the women are like yo danny's right she has a point it's her house blah 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 they didn't know that that's how it's gonna split on the air they basically use this woman on international women's day to attack this other woman right which is fucked up right and like i said I, I i can't even remember all the tweets but he's now being like wait till the real truth come out and all this shit which is okay nigga um but yeah then so the next day they got suspended and kathy hughes the founder and chairperson of urban one media which houses tv one and specifically radio one where the fam and the morning show lives stepped in and took action on the matter the head honcho gave both silver and five nine a timeout as the morning show was led by females only on friday and the guys are reportedly suspended temporarily which means they'll probably be back on monday Mm, Uh, right which technically no maybe it's just me and i don't know i'm like no you can't do this how do i know you won't do this again Mm-hmm. like like how, how how do i know this and we don't want this foolishness we don't want it so much we fucking scrubbed it so if we went through the situation we, we went through through the extra step to try to scrub it off the internet scrub to scrub the shit you did off the internet no you're not walking back in here we need to find her new co-host it's gonna be her and the girls until we find somebody else to take y'all spots yes yeah, interesting because um especially now that he's on that on twitter being like the, the real story will come out and we got receipts and this is not how it really happened and all this shit um it's gonna be real interesting uh, yeah. to see how this shakes out because that's kind of openly in defiance to the idea of even being suspended um and maybe they're just doing all this for on air like hey this means more people will listen i know i've never heard this show before or talked about it before so maybe that'll you know it'll actually sponsor more i don't know get more people to listen right and my thing is that you're gonna have a lot of women just gonna protest the show they're gonna be like hey like women even though women listen to the show too they're gonna be like we don't want them back on the air i you know i could see somebody starting something a protesting going no y'all don't deserve to be back on the air right uh he says now the truth shall come out today i was going to keep quiet for the sake of the show but at this point this is bigger than radio for me i cannot let my character be damaged simply for the fact a radio segment gone wrong uh that was not set up by me at all uh and then his wife responded uh put out my views have changed slightly since yesterday after learning what really transpired before that show yesterday and after all parties involved starting with the producer who notified all three hosts within minutes of each other before 6 a.m that they would have a guest on but 
like she said you knew they normally know days right like you telling me 6 a.m dog that's and the show starts at seven right so basically i'm washing my ass trying to fight traffic to get to work actually it says at 6 a.m 6 a.m to 10 a.m on so they start at six right they start at six yeah because they probably get there like four three i thought yeah three or four in the morning they're show prepping shit so y'all in there show prepping and shit so a few minutes before you literally go live on the air no you don't have time to prep right and people yeah i see the response to this he i don't see him even elaborating on what the receipts were gonna be this is from the ninth that's two days ago so i don't know if he's waiting for yeah the next radio we, we, we come show. in in the morning at three and four a.m so we got a few hours that we're prepping prior to us going on the air so you tell me right before y'all put the on air sign that she gonna be here within an hour no that's not enough time yeah you go about a party kingpin so maybe i don't know um but whatever it is you told me day of that's the problem day of let me see okay 15 hours ago he, he put out kathy hughes responds to to whatever so the, the station released a statement he says thank you so much to urban media maven for this statement helping to clear my name of any malicious or wrongdoings amazing you can all do you can do all the right things and one day people who don't know you form an opinion i pray we can move on now we can now move on thanks to all who reached out to check on me all right let's see what the statement says um kathy Hughes says yesterday i co-hosted fam on wkys 93.9 fm in washington dc with the female talent the station as an act of solidarity show support for co-host danny Starr, who was placed in an embarrassing situation on live radio thursday international women's day the aftermath of this emotionally charged interaction became national news and played out on social media for the past 48 hours after full investigation i've learned this in this incident was a radio prank quote-unquote gone bad none of our talent were added in were adequately informed and prepared to have effective executed this prank on danny star we have taken necessary steps to resolve this matter agree with danny stars expressed public sentiments that quicksilver and dj59 are good guys who would never deliberately harm her or intentionally cause her embarrassment i stand firmly behind the fam and will be providing the team a time of healing and refocus refocus so they continue to entertain inspire and inform our listeners in the morning to that end next week's show will be hosted by kys dc's afternoon drive personality angie Ange and baltimore q92's conan who himself is dc homegrown once again i apologize to our listeners who had to experience this most unfortunate incident i appreciate your continued support uh for wkys but more importantly our talent danny star quicksilver dj59 i pray for we all will emerge a stronger family hmm, i don't i don't believe how does that clear him of wrongdoing I, I don't believe you i believe uh i feel like this going by what you said i do believe that they may have all found out at the same time i do believe that like you know they all found out at the same time and do just roll with it and i do believe that somebody's studio fucked up didn't tell them in enough time they thought this was gonna be a cool cool and and and, and uh uh a cool thing that was gonna blow over and it went left but it's one, still fucked oh, up one you invite somebody into the studio that's not talent or personality right so you they're already a wild card so you invite them in you invite them in to antagonize your co-host that part's not misunderstood at all no whether y'all found out or not none of y'all vetoed it then y'all instigated there were no jokes told there was no humor and then after she left y'all talked shit about her and called her insecure on the radio after she was gone so now no what the fuck was the prank 
so now in no period of time that y'all be like oh it's a prank yeah no I, you right. Didn't that, we right we got you just playing she didn't really believe that what the fuck was the prank dog you know what i mean even it if wasn't it, a prank. like if it was a prank then you would say like to me what a prank would be and see the thing is since he don't want to be complicit in any of it he can't even make me believe it's a prank because a true like this is a prank would be we actually told her to dm you because we knew this was gonna be and then we were like we're gonna invite you on the show it's gonna be a big old joke we were just fucking around and we we didn't realize you were gonna get so upset by the prank and that's our fault they didn't even say that it's like we didn't even know she was coming on we had nothing to do with anything so then how'd y'all jump in so quick to be like on this other woman's side you know it's just wild i don't believe it man i don't believe and it. and i i think maybe they're you know i mean they are obviously employees of the station obviously um there's some incentive to get people to listen again i don't think you need a week break if y'all if it was a prank gone bad and she really sitting around like they're good guys it wasn't I think, a motherfucking prank y'all right. suspended them for a goddamn week some shit i want happened. to just say they suspended them i don't think that's i think whatever something happened and danny's like i'll say they good guys i'm not going back on the air with them anytime soon right like i bet you that's what it is because even she even the kathy hughes don't sound confident that they coming right back you see how she i pray that we come out as a stronger family even she sounds like i hope that she will work with these niggas because i don't know what we're gonna do you know we're gonna find another co-host move these niggas around like i don't know what we're gonna have to do you if know, she decides we don't fuck know these pe- we don't know if, if women gonna protest like okay y'all y'all open up a whole can of worms that we weren't ready for and the scary part to me that's real fucked up what real choice does danny have because if she does I, if she pulls the ultimatum i don't want to work with these niggas no more she becomes the hateful bitch that can't take a joke now because of how it's set up right oh but you said they were good guys now you won't work with them you know you say y'all said y'all family now you so you gonna put your family out there like this so she gotta take the apology she better show up at work again she gotta act like this is all normal and shit you know but i think it all stems from the fact that just as a format a lot of radio is set up this way where yes, it's it guys being guys and the woman's just there to co-sign shit or not say anything because the second that she does it becomes she's the bitch hating and holding us back yeah that's why i don't listen to regular radio yeah so anyway that shit was foul um let's get into some other things um get into our segments um do a little bit of uh fucking with black people guys We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe and we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, see who's fucking with us now. Uh, Stacy Dad says she's not here to judge neo Nazis who are me to judge who are me dog she said she's not here to judge neo-nazis in a bizarre defense of president trump's infamous response to the deadly charlottesville rally last summer dash who shot to stardom in the 1995 film clueless appears on her first tv interview with msnbc's ari melber on thursday just hours after she announced her bid for congress in california 
when melber asked whether the conservative agreed with trump's widely criticized comments that there was blame on both sides after reported neo-nazi mode down a counter protester at the far right rally august 12 2017 she said i think he's absolutely right she went on to say i'm not here to judge the only one who could judge is god do i know every person in the neo-nazi party if they have a good heart or not no i do not do i know every member of a gang and whether they have a good heart or not no i don't do i know every man in prison if he has a good heart or not no do i know hitler do he have a good i don't know who how can i say how can i say okay guys i i'm not here to tell you i like that she equated neo-nazis with gangs and people in prison nazi who described uh i mean sorry dash who described herself as a catalyst for change uh vowed to fight for those in california's 44th district to pursue the american dream keep in mind that is like compton and long beach i'm assuming that she's just praying for russian interference that's the only way she gonna win they just gotta hack them fucking machines i i think that's what she's saying she's like if y'all hack these machines i got a good chance of being winning all the black votes just go in there and mm-hmm. switch the 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 democrat to a republican and mm-hmm. i win zero to 100 karen 100 yeah right. she on a permanent 100 list i don't care what she does Mm-hmm. that's 100 as well it is hot to be unapologetically black until it's presented like tiffany haddish come on come on with this word come mm. on tired of seeing people going at her i ain't gonna front man i i think this is definitely like i'm totally comfortable where we are right now in life i love what we do uh we're on the right path we'll be fine i love having an independent voice supported by an audience full of black and brown people um and woke other people that that fuck with us and let us do what we do but if the time comes if a thing comes will we ever move on to a platform where more people hear us than white gays that right i know lose their minds i'm already looking at certain folks like you gonna definitely be like i don't fuck with them or i was cool with all that nigga shit when it was just you know niggas the amount of listeners that i felt they could have but now that it's some white folks that might be paying attention to what they saying uh, i need to write my think piece i need to talk about how i never really was comfortable with them in the first place all you know uh all the people that oh i love them uh karen's accent her hair and uh rise jokes and the use of the n-word and shit all them niggas are going to be finicky as fuck the second that you know anything bigger than what they think we should have pops up you know right because it's, it's not what we're capable of doing is what they feel comfortable with yeah. whatever they're but you don't set the standards and i'm glad you don't set the standards because you can't limit what we do right and it's one of those things where i've come to the conclusion that a lot of people are fine until you get the white gaze and then it becomes being politically correct I mean, you talked about this and it's not all people i'm just gonna make a huge comparison right a lot of people are fine until like i said you get that white gaze and a lot of these woke people sound the same way as these white activist people y'all a lot of times y'all attack black people the same way black well the white supremacist people everybody gonna be a nigga 
but for y'all y'all cool until you get the white gaze and then you start hemming and hawing you don't deserve how did you get here you don't look right you don't talk right you don't present yourself in in the right way oh no have mercy white folks is looking at you you can't be ghetto you can't be loud and a lot of times it comes to the black women so y'all start attacking black women on social media and you act like people don't realize that's what you're doing and you disguise it under blackness and you disguise it under caring and you disguise it under i'm just trying to do to protect you when you're not you sound just like these white supremacist people who everybody's a nigger y'all are on the same side when it comes to this stuff and then particularly when it comes to black women you got a whole another group to jump into it the hoteps so for you know you got three groups of people in general that jumps on black women once they get to a certain platform of stardom and this is stuff that people don't want to talk about and, and this is a pattern that i personally have seen on social media because when it comes to t- everybody was like hey yeah girl yeah we love you Woo! she get on tv a few minutes two times she get on too many commercials she start doing this and doing that all of a sudden these same people that's been praising her and you go girl and rah 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 all of a sudden they tune done changed and she shouldn't make this joke and why is she doing the nay nay and every time you turn around you constantly criticizing and nitpicking everything about her that she does and you sound just like these other two groups these other two groups are on this all the time and you're only like you i feel like a lot of the woke people is it's when it comes to their fave if i like you we cool if you get to a point that you get into the white gaze, I don't feel comfortable with you no more. I got to bring you down a notch. I got to talk about you. And sometimes it's jealousy because you feel like they're stepping in a lane that you personally don't think that they should step in. You don't determine that. You know, you don't, but a lot of times people feel like they always got to put their opinions and put their views and their values onto other people in these various different types of ways. It's a form of controlling. It's like, I don't feel comfortable. So since I don't feel comfortable, you shouldn't feel comfortable. And I've seen, particularly me being a black woman, I'm very, 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 very sensitive to this shit. So I see black women get constantly attacked from these groups because that's why when, when it comes to black women, their attack is so massive because you have these three separate groups attacking them yeah i think yeah it's definitely different for men in general uh because you've had people like um tracy morgan is allowed to be quote not code switching and make it as far as he makes it without people coming for him on some he's embarrassing black people shit now he said comments that literally were fucked up like um you know talked about stabbing his gay son in the chest if he was and shit like that that got him you know kind of called out but he still was working after that he still considered a lot of people's adorable black old black man fave you know i think he has a new tv show coming out this year uh called like the the og or something like that um you also have um uh there's just less of a you you embarrass like it's just not my way like when it comes to tyler perry there were people he embarrasses black people and i always was against that like you cannot like his art you don't have to raise it to the level of it shouldn't exist because he's black um that that's you know even with that radio show we just talked about i don't listen to a lot of black radio because it sounds like that but what i don't say is and it shouldn't exist because you embarrass me as a black person what if a white person were to hear this um the other thing is a lot of people will tell you this argument well i didn't like this person from jump and i'm like okay so your thing is i never liked this style of comedy i never liked this person da 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 
it's very interesting that if you've supposedly not liked this person all this time it's very interesting that you choose the moment that they're in front of some white people to voice your dislike right like if i go back and look through your history uh, everyone got an online history now how many of you guys if i go back and look through your history i won't find a whole bunch of you shitting on tiffany haddish until she won that until she was in front of those white people at the at the oscars and now all of a sudden it's you can't stop retweeting and talking about how you don't like her and you never liked her and i'm tired of loud people well you didn't have a problem with loud people before white people was paying attention you know what i mean like i saw people that you know i'm like you either are lying now or you were lying then right but you need to confront your own anti-blackness because we all have it like this is not some i'm above you we all have this conditioning our parents have taught it to us our great-grandparents our churches so many people teach us shrink yourself shrink yourself hide your blackness switch your code dress a certain way and we still harbor these things because true freedom would be like nah get up there and the same way i would cheer you in a room full of us i'm gonna cheer you in a room Room full full of them because i fuck with you it's not about them you know i can't care about them i can't let that paranoia of what are they really thinking be the thing that drives my entertainment value that's freedom you know like if i get up there and i'm more concerned with how these white folks gonna come uh, come uh think about it then now i as an artist i'm not like because she's 38 she's had to do this for 20 years her way and now you got people talking about how she needs to do it you have 12 followers on twitter you don't know shit you know what i mean like what have you created that makes me think well tiffany has me to take advice from you because you totally got it figured the fuck out you got 600 followers on twitter so you must have figured it out the right way like fuck out of here man she's not up there saying thing like uh this is why i don't fuck with black people or anything like that she's just being herself she's still doing her nay nay shit she's making jokes about wearing the same dress it's part of her character it's part of her stand-up if it was somebody else we'd let it cook if it was some white woman like jennifer lawrence being drunk and tripping over stairs and shit we call it adorable and hollywood would be like it would never be a reflection on her race it would just be like oh jennifer lawrence that oj law what a cat and that's what they were saying when she showed up after show after show after show drunk off her ass right hold on i have to go to the next section because i know we're at the break we'll be right back guys give me Mm -hmm. one second um but didn't nobody come out and, and say what we're not gonna do is give her jobs right you know didn't nobody ever say that well what's funny is now she's getting jobs correct you know like a lot how much of this is about the fact that she is gonna be uh getting cast and stuff now and it was cool when she was the underdog you know it was cool to root for um you know it's cool to root for that underdog it's cool to root for the person on the come up but it's not as cool when they the quote-unquote overdog when they're the favorite when they're winning when they're getting the roles when they're getting all of a sudden we have to cool our jets so we have to be like i liked them before they was cool you know like we become the black hipsters of <laughs> of uh black content we become the black hipsters of, of that shit we have to do the like hold up now i like tiffany haddish before uh she blew up like mm-hmm. okay cool well you can continue to like her you don't have to make this weird choice of she can't be funny if white people know she's funny right you know um and i can't be obsessed with what white people are laughing about all the time you job yourself and insane and it's like i said as well those things where you know all all those groups when it comes to to particularly black women 
is the anti-blackness shines because a lot of black people are anti-black only on certain topics i'm rooting for all the people unless i don't like you i'm rooting mm. for all the people unless you don't fit my qualifications and, and my characteristics well, see, okay so so even in that right because none of us are rooting for everybody black like cool. everybody says that but it's not really true because there's obviously you can be black and be a fucked up person and i'm not gonna root yes. for r kelly because he's black it's just mm-hmm. not gonna happen um so it's not it's like even that kind of has like this pres- uh this presumption of it, as long as they're kind of within a certain frame right i'm saying the thing that got tiffany haddish out of the frame is basically she's at the oscars right that's it that was it uh she i don't like how she was pronounced mispronouncing people's names well that's part of her her gag if fucking tina fey was up there mispronouncing names it's just adorable funny shit tiffany haddish does it it means black people are ghetto and she's trash and she's embarrassing us it means all all them black presenters that were up there that night but we're we're walking away like because tiffany haddish didn't act like viola davis uh she ruined everything for black people like it's just ridiculous to put that weight on anyone for anything it's stupid you know um meanwhile she's not stopping anyone from getting on too you know it's kind of like that thing when people start getting obsessed with tyler perry like he was blocking people from getting in the game right no if anything he opened the game up for a lot more black content because they was like oh this shit's selling let me see what else is going you know but but instead you had a lot of black creators focusing on trying to take him down for what for what reason what would have happened they would have found another nigga it would have just been lee daniels or somebody else that you don't like in that spot that's not how it works you know anyway um yeah somebody had i guess posted a photo and a video and they put this long thing um facebook about how um uh she was embarrassing people she was given the honor of attending the oscars not only did she mispronounce several names during the original announcements the fact that she keeps doing a nay nay and using ghetto antics like taking her shoes off while she's hosting and wearing the same dress at multiple red carpet events or jumping velvet ropes to run up on meryl streep suggests that she's not capable of conducting herself with poise in class i think it's a way uh to be sensational as comedy as a comedian without mocking the black community uh as the highest paid black female comedian in the industry right now i feel she has a responsibility to maintain an image that represents the culture in a way that is inclusive but also gives us a good name if you don't get the whole fuck out of here there's a lot of women that like that because not that funny i could see myself doing something like that because you know that's kind of who i am Mm -hmm. so you know so basically you're saying this whole group of women out here who don't wear shoes all the time and happy and excited they ain't shit on your they ain't shit as far as you're concerned Keep that's what mind, you're saying they say i personally don't find her funny well then why are we even talking why are you talking clearly you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because she's there because a lot of people think she's funny also i'm so this is one of the reasons i say i can't really kick it with unfunny people right i'm so sick of these fucking humorless ass motherfuckers turning everything into a fucking die tribe dog you not funny you don't know what the fuck you're talking about the same way that i can admit i don't know certain shit when it comes to like academic shit i'm like i ain't go to school for that i don't know right and i stay out of it because i don't fucking know i don't need an opinion i don't don't need to break it down i I, I literally don't know well comedy is one of those things if you don't respect it you you also most of the time don't understand it right if you don't understand it maybe you should be the one listening because you're not at the oscar stage you a nigga on facebook talking about a nigga that's on the oscar stage 
because they got there from however the hard work they did and impressing and being funny to the right people you know what i mean because if you don't have any reverence for it then what the fuck you talk about it's like that thing where people will talk about on the only time i hear them talk about comedians and comedy specials is what they don't like right well guess what i don't actually respect your opinion on comedy you never there's millions of people funnier than blank name them i never see you talking about them i never see you being like this was a great special this is a great stand-up set this person's a great comedian i never see you say that i only see you tell me who ain't good well guess what i can't go to you for shit you are useless <laughs> you know what i mean like if you're not useful you useless and that's how a lot of these motherfuckers are like you're not being funny but you think your job is to tell me who else is not funny you ain't funny you don't know you don't know uh anyway but i think she's really on track for being a phenom in the industry and for that reason i want her to make us look good i want her to right the wrongs that monique has created for females in the industry what and do that by leaving a door open blah i don't give a fuck um but yeah like people legitimately thought this was a good line of thinking i saw uh she went on facebook afterward i mean twitter afterwards and found like searched her name and was like responding to people but she was actually responded to <laughs> in a typical tiffany had his way by being like god bless you for talking about me thank you so much maybe the people that follow you heard of me today because of you and they would never uh hurt they would have never heard of me another way it was like a funny sarcastic witty way to respond to some haters and motherfuckers like she shouldn't be responding to this shit this is what's wrong see why you even care what people think like y'all are some weirdos right y'all put this shit out there to hear what they think about it on purpose and then come back and be like i can't believe people are looking at me wondering what i think you're doing the same thing she's she's looking for her name the same reason you typing it you know what i mean like it was just it was so funny one person uh, had this thing where it was talking about her and talking about she need to just be quiet and stop giving all her business and she need to shut up and all this stuff and i said now why would she shut up when you hanging out every word come on i didn't at this person i didn't retweet them i i stayed away from this person right i don't follow this person they don't follow me right guess what they did they found you did they found me to respond to it nigga the irony the motherfucking irony the audacity of you doing exactly what you said she you can't even not do it and that's the thing when no one's talking about you it's easy to talk about what you wouldn't do right you're nobody nobody give a fuck about you so you could just be like oh i would do this you actually don't know what the fuck you would do you know and that spotlight is a lot hotter than people think it is yeah like and all the people that kind of act that way like they like they're seeking some sort of attention and fame they're never gonna be the people that get it because they're so thirsty and they're not very talented but but honestly for the most part people ain't really conditioned to handle a bunch of motherfuckers talking about them in their business and especially when you see how negative the world is and how negative people can be and how as a human being it can still get to through to your psyche even when you're surrounded by love certain people can still find a way through that to be like and this why i don't like you and it bothers people because they want to be liked that's just it's a human emotion you don't want you don't want to cause pain by your mere existence or your art or whatever 
but honestly a lot of these motherfuckers just miserable they never gonna be happy they always up in the kool-aid they don't have shit to talk about they talk about whatever the fuck everybody else is talking about all the time and they have to have a hot take they want to get that attention they want to be like that that's that's a human thing too we seek community we all do that our podcast is that our twitter feeds are that all of us are that but it's this hypocrisy of but once you reach this level you should be above that human beings aren't above anything they're still the same the same way that if someone talked shit about you every day on twitter and lied on you for however long you would eventually be like yo dog what the fuck i know i've had that experience well i've had like well, i'm like i'm not i'm gonna ignore this i'm gonna let this person cook they are wrong they're spreading a lie about me this shit is fucked up i hope nobody believes this thing why would any you know but here every once in a while someone's tagging me to did you see what this person said i don't want to even see what they said dog because honestly that shit didn't happen the way they're saying it and it's just dragging me back down to that place you know and i've explained it before it won't matter what i say they won't listen to me this is the the narrative they have and it's done it's and and they honestly they have the right to their narrative and i can't change it right this ain't a court of law Mm -mm. at the same time it's still gonna bother me because i'm human and if i think someone's lying on me i'm gonna forever be like but this nigga lying every time i read it i'm like that's fucked up that's the other side of this shit so when you're out here talking about you brought the race down yeah she might log in and be like in a sarcastic very funny way because obviously she's funnier than you hey thank you for spreading the word about my 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 stand-up i really appreciate you and and it's funny how other people want other people to be superhuman but they can't but they can be flawed and they can have issues and you know they could be petty and biased and all that stuff but you once you reach a certain level you're supposed to be this motherfucking superhuman person emotionless and i don't know when you when that flick is supposed to happen where you have to switch off your because a lot of this stuff that gets you where you are is that interaction with your audience correct it is that camaraderie in that family but at some point it's especially with black shit once you cross over quote unquote it's and now i have to stop fucking with black people because they can't handle that i'm not just exclusively black no more like other people not that i've changed anything but other people have recognized that black shit is funny and now i can't be in this anymore right now their view about me or their view about the person has changed when the reality is nothing has changed you've changed not the person that you all of a sudden have a problem with right all of a sudden you're just uncomfortable with white people knowing uh she responded to one person after seeing that you had 3,261 followers don't care what you do for a living thank you for the free pr you are a you're a angela that has, i think she meant angel that has fallen from heaven i know you aren't as far uh, aren't a fan of humans after reading your tweets no worry your brother will be here soon for the deal to deal with you hashtag bless you another person she said i wonder what you do and if the people you work with think you are fun to work with <laughs> uh, she told him well you tell me to do to continue to do what you love and take on the people that love and took care of you most of your life or just turn down and don't do nothing else because a few people think you shouldn't be you basically like i'm supposed to quit i'm supposed to quit comedy because a couple of y'all mad um yeah uh someone else had said to her um oh they must have deleted the tweet 
uh but she said yeah my other um go-to dances are the running man and roger rabbit so you tell me keep the nay nay or bring back the 90s because i'm from the 1900s oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> um yeah so it's just it's just wild how you know people are taking and like she'll say stuff that's joking and people will take it 100 percent serious which i also think is kind of a function of social media we love taking comedians out of context whether it's in stand-up or in interviews and being like this person shouldn't be allowed to be funny it's like well considering that most people understand that their job is to tell jokes which immediately puts them in the they're not saying this seriously category you're gonna have to learn to live with it you know i mean you can be mad but it ain't really gonna they not going nowhere no they're know? not but yeah she that definitely felt like a she gotta stop because she she's tiffany haddish and that's too black for these white folks to be laughing at correct correct and like you said before uh whatever happens i could see that switch with a lot of people too Mm because a lot of times i might not interact with everybody but i do watch people on social media i watch a lot more than y'all think i watch and i read a lot more than than, than y'all uh think i do so you know some people i go oh okay yeah yeah i know whenever that the switch is gonna flip and we they're not gonna fuck with us no more oh yeah for sure i'm already waiting on it like okay yeah i'm cool right but let me get any level of you know white attention and y'all motherfuckers fitting to be like this like y'all gonna go from rooting for us to rooting against us real quick because it ain't because it because you can see how they do it to other people and i'm not stupid you treat me the way you treat other people i'm not special i'm not you know i'm not we not some type of you know i look at how you treat the people around you Mm -hmm. that will be me soon like that will be me depend let the right circumstances fall and i'm gonna be the same the way you can't keep friends i'm gonna be the one the friend you can't keep the way you don't know how to talk to people i'm gonna be the one you don't know how to talk to just because you talking to me nice now don't mean shit you know the way that you in my camp right now you won't be in my camp later because i know how it works like it's it's all it's the same cycle so it's just kind of interesting to see how people get um from a distance like this because this is just a litmus test like because it ain't like tiffany haddish gonna miss a check because of y'all you know what i mean like it's not enough for y'all to stop but the fact that you like i said i actually went behind the scenes and searched people tweets who were talking about i never liked her i never saw a tweet before this oscar shit like that you didn't like her so so what are you so somebody lying like i really went and looked to see like because you know she's been a thing for a few years now if you really never liked her then that there should be a history of and back in 2016 i said oh my god this loud unfunny bitch i hate her where was it oh was you praising her for girls trip right or were you right you praising girls trip for the money it made but tiffany had it too loud and ghetto but you didn't say nothing until she was on the oscar stage you know what i mean it's that thing man when she's on snl all of a sudden now now you don't like her she's never been funny but you didn't have you didn't have not like her find her not funny before then it's very it's just very odd that the timing of this is white people become aware of something and now we got to shit on it you know all right let's see what else we got uh that's a, a hundred for me by the way mm-hmm. if you couldn't tell uh i'm gonna start wrapping up let's do uh let me see. What is it? White people news. Nothing that I want to talk about. All right, let's go ahead and do. Uh, let's do fucking with black people. That way we can wrap up. Uh, here we go. Now that 
I meant guest rice. Okay, I'm about to say that, that, that's Obviously, we were just doing fucking with black people, and I fucked with us again. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all podcasts and we're to be to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our uh, audience and Karen to guess the race. And the chat room plays along and they're all racist, alright? Uh, let's see, number one. A woman told 911 operator that she shot a man because he came home late. Oh shit, don't be late! street lights what i tell you about coming home late bah! that's a lot of pressure a whole lot of pressure to be on time i better get home i better get oh shit i might get shot again we may have too many guns in america come on if i can shoot you for showing up late this of course happened in texas i mean you couldn't get a text or nothing i mean come on right i'm gonna be up in this late well that's too bad uh baby should i not come home at all i know Nah, come get come get what you deserve. Come get you and I embarrassing me in these streets. Come get exactly what what you deserve to get. I got something for you. I got something sitting right here, hot and ready on the stove. Yeah, when, yeah, when you said when somebody said, celebrate Ashley Home Stories and oh wait, go ahead. When somebody said I got something for you, that ain't never gonna end well. Mm hmm. Is it a for me- you? Is it a meal? Well, it's gonna go inside you. So I mean, it might go in your stomach. I mean, I will see. But it, I just need you to come home and get what you what you deserve. After a long day of being late, coming home. Thanks, Katrina. Here this morning, an Almondorf woman is accused of shooting a man for coming home late. Police arrested Linda Flores. This is a previous mugshot of Flores, according to the affidavit. Flores was at her home in Elmendorf with a man shooting dogs that were chasing cats. At first, Flores told police she accidentally shot the man. But then investigators determined Flores called 911 while taking the victim to the hospital. In that recording, investigators say she stated she was mad at him for coming home late. She is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Mm. Reasonable. <sighs> Thanks, Katrina. Oops, sorry. Um, very reasonable. Uh, Karen, uh, guess the race? I think Linda Black linda flores is black okay let's check the chat room oh, see what y'all women flores mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm gonna go my first instinct black all right let's check the chat room see what these coons believe um now wait uh it's looks like we got a delay okay uh but these bullets are always on time latinx right hispanic says trey latinx says michelle latina Right. latina white latinx that last name mm. hispanic latina maybe afro latina you okay karen yeah you're making a lot of faces over there are you trying are you having some some second thought yeah but i'm gonna stick with black all right black people speak spanish too latina uh he was too busy building a wall hispanic black the correct answer is and karen you missed it he was black she was black oh. i mean latina oh, okay i'm not that black oh. 
yeah she was latinx my bad um and all the people that said latinx of course y'all got it the only one to miss that one no, somebody else gets black in there i doubt they said afro latinx which was trying to count both no somebody said black at the bottom oh well they black ass missed it too then <laughs> so it was two of us give me give me credit <laughs> um let's see a da, 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 how about um a woman is arrested for calling 911 32 times before flirtatiously asking the police officer to return to her hotel room with ice cream oh white okay 32 times it's happened in florida a florida woman was arrested uh for allegedly dialing 911 32 times for flirtatiously asking the police officer to return to her hotel room with ice cream police alleged that the first 27 times melissa harbor called 911 uh the calls came from leesburg the last five calls were placed from her hotel room in tavares she also called the non-emergency number twice all of the calls all the calls were made within 24 hours according to wkmg an officer said the responding that that he responded to her hotel location four different times during her initial call the officer said harbor told him that she had heard a noise from inside a hotel room and was scared when he reported when she recalled him the second time the officer said harbor was very flirtatious and suggested i bring her back some ice cream during the third call harbor called him a uh, claim that she called 911 by accident uh the officer said he warned her about misusing 911 for non-emergency calls harbor then reportedly called the officer a fourth time claiming that she was trying to call domino's pizza and the call was an accident Mm-mm. was she just trying to get some dick this bad i don't understand what happened she then got arrested and booked into jail on misuse of 911 charge police say harbor was on probation which she violated with her arrest damn she just couldn't wait to go back to jail i guess no, apparently not white karen's going with white for melissa harbor let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe her race is Mm-mm-mm. somebody gets right above when yeah I well it. you have to have that ice cream vanilla white says mike Aww. in london uh they they let her keep calling that vanilla becky with the skanky ass white i just can't even with you guys uh she asked to speak <laughs> with his manager on the second call 53 percent of too many chances white the privilege of using 911 as her personal e-harmony is Aww, straight becky e-harmony? white white they call the police more than they call their own mama Aww. when the officer is fine white doesn't mind doing the time white <laughs> miss smart vanilla ice cream pie white oh no believe oh, no. i guess it was gonna have she liked her ice cream with nuts police a lot of it and whipped cream on top a lot of feeling police uh actually showed up white white i got 32 flavors of vanilla for you white everyone guess white everyone you guys are correct she's white yeah niggas scared to call one time this is also this is also how you know those cops raped that woman they had in custody because this woman apparently was begging for dick and ice cream and the cop knew better than to have sex with a woman consenting or not while he was on duty he right. was like, He's like i'm I on the not. clock 
but yet in new york they really trotted out the defense of why shouldn't you be able to fuck a person you just arrested i mean if they want it i mean who am i to judge you know i'm stacy dash uh anyway that's her melissa harbour um she she has those crazy eyes too mm-hmm. like you had sex with her she'd be calling 911 again in a few minutes come on to be like um can you bring that dick back and don't let it be bad she'll call 911 and have you arrested for giving her bad dick i like to report a dick a pussy robbery this nigga uh had some whack dick under false pretenses and uh, i thought police officers were supposed to be able to do it so uh-uh uh anyway um bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one and most of the audience is two and two let's see if she can pick it up in the bonus round all right last one karen okay florida woman Florida woman's busy just today. Apparently so. Beat up a boy, her boyfriend for interrupting sex to check on dinner. He wanted the food to burn. A woman was arrested for allegedly striking her boyfriend because he interrupted sex to check on dinner. I guess she was almost there. Like most stories in Paisley, it involves NASCAR, alcohol, and having a good time. According to Lake County Sheriff's Office, a deputy received a call about a domestic disturbance on the evening of February 25th uh dispatch said that the female half of the altercation was in paisley mart located at da 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 the boyfriend was still at their place on pink panther road pink panther road mm-hmm. oh what a name that's gonna be the sequel to black panther yeah it is pink panther it's gonna be all women and they're gonna be white uh <laughs> you know and they're gonna be in whiteopia <laughs> it's gonna be an all women it's gonna be like that episode of rick and morty where they went to the all woman planet mm-hmm. <laughs> i like your blouse mm-hmm. it's gonna be called white, white condo right i like your top <laughs> uh at the paisley mart 51 year old Teresa warren told the officer that her and her boyfriend were drinking alcohol and having a good time but then suddenly out of nowhere he just punched her in the face with a closed fist she did have a red mark on her face she claimed that she lost con- consciousness and when she woke up she ran to her boyfriend's car and left of course she went to paisley mart because there's really nowhere else to go out there like many florida women's yes it's spelled that way because florida woman is proper now uh she's not this is a sassy article she's not originally from florida she was born in michigan which explains a lot now to the boyfriend he told the deputy that they were indeed drinking alcohol cooking watching nascar race having a good time that's def that's definitely sound like i don't know okay um then according to the story per the rest affidavit things got weird they started having sex but then he remembered he was cooking he didn't want the food to burn so he took a little break to check on the food she did not have it so she smashed her tv onto the floor she was not fucking with that at any level now we can't watch tv her boyfriend asked what was wrong instead of answering her with words she just screamed and started striking him with a closed fist in the face head stomach and legs he pushed her off out of the front door totally she just charged at him again so he stuck his struck his head out to block her creating a red mark on her left cheek with the palm of his hand then he said she ran off with his vehicle the boyfriend had a swollen left eye the red mark on his stomach the woman was determined to be uh the primary aggressor so she was addressed uh, arrested on a misdemeanor battery charge and taken to jail her bond remains at two thousand dollars guess the rest oh this is all white 
okay they were drinking budweiser's all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe white nascar white white if he couldn't stand the heat he should have stayed in the kitchen white i hate jeff gordon white white yeah they hate they hate junior now too because he too he too woke he he think black lives matter and shit come on they don't fuck with junior no more anyway the correct answer is white you all got it oh man oh, somebody said that hamburger helper is gonna cook itself right i mean that's the traditional meal of watching nascar hamburger helper and pat's blue ribbon um at any rate um that's it for guess the race let's do some sword ratchetness and uh i can start preparing for my show at three with for, with bossy <coughs> A man is in court today after a sword in the street incident. Man's in charge of a number of fences and will appear in court today after an incident where a sword was brandished in the street. Police we call we call police were called following the disturbance in Sidwell Street around five ten PM on Tuesday, March sixth. One man was taken into custody. Forty three year old Nazim Musa uh has been charged with a fray, theft from a shop, and being in possession of a bladed article. He's due to appear before the magistrate's court today that's it for today's sword ratchetness all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all and until tomorrow i love you i love you too